Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the third special edition of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm Caleb No. This is my guy, Mike Dyer. Welcome in, everybody. Today, we are live here at the Fort Wright Chick-fil-A to discuss the high school football season with Beachwood head football coach Noel Rash and a couple of his players. We will introduce them in just a second. This High School Insider Podcast is presented by our uh, local Chick-fil-A restaurants, where the winning play for August is the Chicken Club Sandwich. That is not what I ate here this afternoon. I had some of the chicken nuggets but that chicken club sandwich is good too. Go for the uh, extra point too with a side of their macaroni and cheese. Before we start, I do want to thank the Fort Wright Chick-fil-A location and the operator, Brent Lynn, and the entire staff here for this opportunity to do this live on location. And, and hey, everybody, we do have a little bit of an audience here. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Thank you all for having us in here. Again, this is Beachwood head football coach Noel Rash, and he's got a couple players uh, here with him today. If you all want to just introduce yourselves here for us, that's that's the better way to go about this. Um, Parker Mason, senior slot receiver. Uh, Luke Slusher, senior lineman. Parker, what is your go-to meal at Chick-fil-A? Uh, um, I usually get the eight-piece and Polynesian sauce. I love that Polynesian sauce. And those waffle fries, right? Yeah, of course. Luke? Large, of course. Uh, I like the, the spicy chicken sandwich the most. All right, so I am, uh, I've been kind of running point guard here so far. This show is technically... Uh, Oh, well, Parker already did. I had the eight-piece chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great minds. Great minds think alike. Of course. (laughs) Uh, This show is hosted by Mike Dyer, but I have kind of home field advantage here. I'm a... I'm a Northern Kentucky resident, so Dyer was like, you know what, you want to take this thing away. Dyer, why don't you, why don't you start out here with uh, talking to our guy, Noel. Well, obviously, a Beachwood uh, reigning 2A state champions coach, and uh, you know every coach says this is a new journey, a new chapter, as it were, each season. But uh, tell us what you like most about the Tigers this summer. Well, I like the fact that we're returning a lot of starters and a lot of people that have been on the field on Friday nights. You know, high school kids... Um, it's an awesome time in her life, and but as a coach, if you haven't been under the lights uh, on a Friday night in that intensity, uh, you know, in the environments that we're lucky enough and fortunate enough to play in, you're not sure how they're going to do. I know how these guys are going to do, and they are the more critical it gets, the better they get. So I'm a very fortunate soul. You know, like anybody else, we stay healthy and we stay committed. We got a lot to look forward to. You, you said when we were talking a little bit before the podcast today that this is a special group of guys. Sometimes a coach, and I'm sure you've had teams that when you were going into the season, you wondered what type of group of guys is this. But you know going in. How do you know that heading into the season when you haven't even played a game yet? Well, because just because they've all – I mean, we lost basically the two corners and we lost an offensive lineman. And, and, you know, some other role players that were very significant to us. But all these, but the vast majority, we're returning basically nine, you could argue 10 on both sides of the ball. And when they get in those critical situations, you know, there's only so much time. These kids are in class all day. So you don't get to test them as much as much as you can do on the collegiate level. And so to know how they're going to perform uh, in critical situations or have them already have performed in that Well, in you that all fashion. had some critical situations last year, like that yeah. West Carter game is, is one great example of that. And there were others too, but... Yeah, the state game had, had a bunch of plays in it too that were that, that were like too, that. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> there's, play, there, there's a bunch of plays throughout the year, but and, and it's... Um, the point, you know, being with me and this group is it's a nice... Uh, it, it, it calms your soul as you get older, and it's nice to go into it with that calmness, knowing that the guys know how to perform. 
I don't want to bury the lead anymore here, but let's just talk about uh, right at the outset. Storyline with Beachwood <laughs> National. I'm trying to think bit. here. Yeah, we, obviously your quarterback, senior Cameron Hergett, was featured in Washington Post. Yes, sir. Uh, this week, and uh, I think a lot of people know the backstory of him able to uh, redo his senior year per the uh, Senate Bill 128 here in Kentucky. But uh, tell us about Cameron and, and how you think he's improved, just even from a year ago, a year removed from being Kentucky Mr. Football. Well, I'll include these two that are sitting next to me because one of the things that you want to do with all these returning guys um, is take their game to a, to the next level. And some of that means just little little minor you know adjustments. Some of it means other major adjustments. And the things we're doing with Luke, Parker, and several other seniors, and along with Cameron, is trying to refine their game. And, and so when they do go on to the next thing, uh, you know, their skill set is, is at a premium uh, as much as you can ask for out of a high school student athlete. So there's different things for different players, but obviously when you're returning guys like Luke and Parker and Cameron and, you know, Brady Moore and the, the Keaton Durrett and those guys, it's, it's, uh, it's an absolute blessing. But, you know, with him, leadership skills, uh, you know, making some throws that we didn't make last year in certain situations, um, looking for certain things uh, from the, you know, from the defense, spending more time analyzing them than analyzing what we're doing. Uh, we should know what we're doing. That's the kind of things we're working on with Cam. So, so when you when he made his decision to to return for another season, I'm sure that he had conversations with you and everything. But, but the positive or. or the gain for him for coming back for another year. What is that? What is that for him? And what were your all's conversations like in that time? Well, that's just it. You know, let's let's not. There, there's a positive in all this that you're getting another chance. Uh, you know, for and everything he did it for has worked out because now he signed with Eastern Kentucky University. He needed a little more time to be seen. Um, you know, he went to the camp this year. They finally had the camps back, and you know, he gets back and he gets an offer. Um, so, you know, it worked out for him. But the most important thing was understanding the pitfalls to this, the things that happened on social media once he made that decision, the things that how people are going to treat you. And it's I don't have an issue with it. I mean, personal attacks are hard to deal with, but it is the nature of social media today. And when you're going to go into the arena, you got to be a big boy. And it's it, it, same thing's going to happen at Eastern. The same thing's going to happen at Luke at Western. Quarterbacks obviously have more light on them than offensive linemen in, in a general sense. So he's going to bear the brunt of it. But it's I'm glad that he's going to do it with us. You know, Greg's our offensive coordinator, which is his uncle. So to have that kind of family surrounding and a little tighter uh, connection um, – while he goes through these difficult adjustments of people, uh, um, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, going after him, I, I'm, I'm extremely happy about that, that he's going to be with us. But the conversations really dealt with, you know, uh, if you do this, what happens if you don't? What happens if you blow your knee out? What are those things? Is this where you want to be? And he was adamant that this is what he wanted to do. He loves these guys. And and he has a very close connection with this year's senior class that uh, I think played a, a significant role in why he made that decision along with the fact of giving himself a second chance. Um, and that's it. Building those relationships with your teammates is critical. And, you know, these guys are doing, I mean, they are tight knit.
Parker, I see you nodding your head there. What, what was that like when, when Cameron announced that in May on Twitter, obviously, and the reaction afterward? And maybe what is it like now where you just want to move on, you want to get on with the season and not have one player on the team get all the spotlight, obviously? Um, obviously, when I got the news that Cam had the opportunity to come back, it was huge for um, our team, but also it was for him because I feel like he didn't get the best opportunity he could have got to go to that next level with COVID and all those camps being stopped. And uh, he uh, came back from that Eastern camp, got his offer. And um, now it's just been boots on the ground. We're uh, getting ready for this year. And uh, he's being Mr. Football as he usually is. Parker, obviously Beachwood, when you guys go into a season, the goal is, I mean, you know, state championships in what, 2016, 2017, 2018, mm -hmm. 2020. Uh, and, and coach was quick to remind me about the, uh, the wild state championship game that you all had this yeah. past year. Take me back to that game. I, I remember, I remember watching it. I remember, uh, I remember how stressful it was for me because you all ended the game like right on deadline for me and I was trying to get it into the show that day and just the craziness that happened in that game the take me take me to the it was the double doink right oh man um, take me into that play and <laughs> I he the ball went up and it looked left and it was left and it hit the pole and it came back down and hit the middle point I've never seen that before uh, my grandpa in the stands, coached for a thousand years, never seen that before. And that that whole game is just, it was one crazy play after the other. I mean, the blocked PAT at the end, uh, an interception down at the, or, uh, going down the other way, that PAT. I mean, that, that game was nuts. It was nuts. Luke, Luke, take me into that blocked extra point. What was that feeling like when you see it blocked, you see the football on the ground and you realize... We just won the state championship, and we won it in that kind of fashion. Luke, Luke, Luke played a significant role in that yeah. as well. So, um, well, was, first, tell me about your role in it. Then now that <laughs> let's, so, let's hear about your role in it. Me and uh, the other D tackle, Torn O'Shea, we both were told to just blow up the guards and give our people behind us a chance to get it. And luckily, we hit them really hard, moved them out of the way, and Brady Moore got through there. So just watching it happen, right when I saw the ball on the ground, I just kind of sat there for a few seconds. I, I didn't even know what to do. Yeah, but, I mean, he, he slipped right through there too, did he? I mean, he had like a really nice, I mean, yeah, it just oh, opened yeah. up. He jumped over the legs a little bit. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. He was right there. It was, couldn't, couldn't be better. Yeah, and then that feeling. Oh, yeah. I just remember sleeping that night and just like. <laughs> you, you slept that night? A, a little bit. Just remember reliving it, just watching it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, tell me about just going into the season. Um, do you, you turn the page quickly? I mean, we talk about the state championship game here, but what's been kind of the theme of the offseason? What have, what have you, uh, you know, been talking to your teammates about just in terms of uh, the emphasis early on in the season? Um, Mostly, like, we just can't be satisfied. We won last year, and we got a big target on our back. Everybody wants to beat us. We just got to keep getting better every day. Obviously, you know, you're going to be going to Western for mm -hmm. college, Western Kentucky University. What was it that made that decision easy for you to, or tough for you to make? But what, what was that that made that decision for you? So they were just kind of – they were the most consistent, like, throughout the process, and I had the best connection with their – offensive line coach and their GA. And when I was on, I went to a visit in mid-June, mid and 
I don't know. I just felt the feeling there. Like, I couldn't describe it, but I just knew it was home. I just knew it was it. Noel, heading into this season, you talk, we talked about how this is a special group of guys. What has to happen for this team to reach its potential this season? I know that's maybe a broad question, but what has to happen for this team to reach its potential and, and the ceiling, which you seem to think is, is no, you know, pretty I'll, high? I'll go back to the Don Weber days. Don would always ask me this question, and it's, it comes back to some simple, simple things. Um, block tackle, run, and don't turn the darn thing Parker's over. over there laughing. He's like he's heard that a time yeah, or two. Yeah, they, they, they have. And, and, <laughs> and you don't get outside of your window of what you really can't control. you got to watch worrying about too many things, and let's worry about the things we can control. Um, but, you, you know, Luke touched on it. It's, it's taking our game to another level because we do have that target. And, you know, Beachwood's always had it to a certain degree, but when you're having the, the success that we've had recently, it becomes even more prominent. And, uh, and so it, it's hard to get that across to 16, 17, 18 year olds. Sometimes, you know, you don't know if they really understand the essence of that. Um, and I wouldn't have either. Uh, having lived it for the last 31 years of my life being a coach, it's uh, you understand the significance of it. But it, it comes down to those simple things. But for us, go to work every day, pick up your lunch pail, go to work, make sure you're working hard for the guy next to you more than you are for yourself. Uh, and, and let's do this thing together. Um, it's a word that is really big to us is brotherhood, uh, making sure that we are in this thing all together. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Simone Biles thing. And what we talked about was, you know, there's multiple reasons and I'm blame and all that, all this. I, I don't I've never lived a second in her shoes, but we do feel that we, the one thing we do feel is that, that, that pressure. And what, what I don't want any of them to feel is alone. Don't you're not in, you're never by yourself in this thing. And uh, that's very prominent for us this year that we go into this thing and because you're, the ball's going to have to bounce your way. And sometimes it's out of your control. And if it doesn't go our way, what are we left with? And we got to make sure that we're left with that commitment we made to each other and belonging to something that's bigger than you and feeling a part of something that's bigger than you. And that has always got to be our message. Do you want to remind everybody about Chick-fil-A and uh, the specials? The uh, Yeah, this, this High School Insider podcast is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants uh, where the winning play for August is a chicken club sandwich. Go for the extra point with a side of their macaroni and cheese. Uh, and, and again, we want to extend our thanks to Chick-fil-A for having us all uh, all out here. And, uh, you know, and, and this is the third time we've done it. We were at uh, Kenwood Town Center, then we were at Western Hills. Now we're here for our third one. And we got high school football starting uh, starting up next Friday. Uh Parker, I wanted to ask you, 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 were, you were laughing a minute ago when Coach was saying, what was it? What, I, don't, I don't want you to say it again. I want you to say what, what is it. What is his mantra? Block, tackle, what, what are the other things? Uh, run. It's, what is it? Block, tackle, run. I'm putting Parker on the spot. Don't turn the now ball. I need to hear it in your best Noel Rash voice. <laughs> <laughs> run. Block and don't turn the ball over. I'm like, I can't cuss on this, you know? No, I <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that one out yeah. of it. Yeah. Co- Coach, can you kind of go through maybe some of the other players that we should be watching on, on both sides of the ball? Uh, we mentioned Brady Moore a little bit earlier. I mean, there's so many of the guys, but you know, just want to give them a little bit of the No attention. doubt. I, I think, you, you know, Mike, for me, it's about starting up front. As much as our perimeter guys get all the accolades, it's starting up front. You know, Luke's at right tackle. Austin Waddell's at right guard. Uh, Bryce Shepard's our, our, our center. 
uh, Colby Vanderpool is starting at left guard, and and uh, Xavier Campbell will be our left tackle. And then we've got Adam Gibbs, we got Carson Floyd, we got a uh, Colin Conero, we got a list of players that will be plugging in when those guys get ding, get tired, whatever. Um, uh, and that's basically the same group on the other side of the football on the D line. You know, we we we're a two, we're a one platoon system that has to play both ways. Most of our players, not all, um, but I, I think you start with those guys because that's how it's going to get done. And you you know, when Cameron was being interviewed last year for all the accolades, that you know, he always started with those guys because uh, he gets it. He totally understands that. Um, from there, you know, Avery Avery Courtney, our our, our tailback, is is paramount i think he sometimes it gets lost in all this because of cam the guy standing next to him six three and you know looks good and, and it's getting a lot of you know the mr football stuff but avery is is a constant uh dude for us that makes things happen um mitchell berger will be in there and mitchell obviously had you know he's He's got a great pedigree from his father and his family and, and how he performed as a sophomore last year. Uh, he'll, he'll be special for us. Michael Hatfield at tight end along with Tanner Jackson, uh, and they'll both be playing on the other side of the ball. Michael will be at linebacker. Uh, uh, Bo Hughes is going to be another guy that, that we're going to count on quite a bit uh, is playing linebacker. And, and you know, Keaton Durant on the hash. Parker's going to be at one corner. Carson Craycraft, dude. Transferring in a couple of years ago has f- fell into the, the the not fell in is the wrong word has worked his way into the sure. into the starting role and I'm, I'm, we're extremely happy with where he is and another guy one other guy I want to mention and I'm pro- and I'm going to forget somebody and I apologize but, uh, ahead of time but Landon Ayler is another guy that I I've been really happy with he we had a scrimmage on Saturday and uh, I was really happy with the way he performed um, he'll be running the ball he'll be playing DB. Uh, he'll be playing some slot. Um, he's a he's a playmaker and he's a tough kid. And uh, so I'm excited about you know all those guys coming back and all those role players uh, because as we talk about uh, you know we're going to have 52 on the roster and it's going to take all 52. How does special teams look for you right now, Coach? Well, it's you know we, the this first scrimmage we look great because we're going on air. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you know so it's uh, you know we got to get into the fire and find out. Um, you know, obviously it was a difference maker. I mean, in 18, uh, we won by one. We, we made our extra point and they didn't. Um, uh, the 20 was the same way in the overtime. Um, you know, we've been very fortunate to have great kickers. And Jake, I'm glad you brought it up because I would have forgot. Jake Conrad came to us in his senior year, soccer player, who has totally made a commitment to us. And wow, what a special kid. Uh, first time kicking a football. We've been working with him for about three or four months, and it's – where he started and where he is, we feel very good about uh, the kicking game now that he's uh, joined, you know, joined the ranks. So uh, I, I, special teams, whether they're going to be an advantage for us early, they will be an advantage for us. They will become an advantage for us at the end of the year. Uh, and every podcast reminder here, we do support kickers on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, giddy up. <laughs> uh, so uh, we were talking about your schedule before the podcast. Uh, a little bit and how you all play bigger school. I mean, you're a 2A football program, and I just had your schedule pulled up. I pulled it up here again. But looking at some of the big schools that you all play, I mean, Fairdale to open the season, that's a 5A school. Uh, a few weeks later, Simon Kitten here locally, a 6A school. Covington Catholic, a 5A. Dixie Heights, 6A. Uh, 
to 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 play these bigger schools as a two A sized school, just break that down for me a little bit because you don't see a lot of two A schools playing five and six A's, much less four or five in a season. Well, we're you know we're blessed with with the success we've had, which is bred. Uh, we got facilities out of five and six. We got college facilities, so you know we're very fortunate. So the other, there's two basic reasons for why we do it. One has always been the formula: let's play some big teams early. Uh, let's try to come out of it healthy, but let's get banged up a little bit, beat up a little bit, and find out. Let's find out our weaknesses and secure them, and then make a playoff run. So that's number one. Number two. With the, I don't even know what they call it. It's terrible. I should know, but there, we, you know, we have the rating systems now. What is it called? RPI. The RPI. Thank you. The RPI. So I was Harbin ratings came to mind, and that's that's <laughs> Mike's. Right. That's Mike's Ohio. So, uh, but the point system uh, has become the RPI system is, was put in place a year ago or two years ago, and we've had to change the formula how we schedule teams. So we, uh, there's there's one more five six eight team on there than I normally would do. Uh, because the multiplier for those teams, the one constant is you don't know how many wins and losses they're going to get. You can crystal ball it all you want, but at the end of the day, you don't know how their schedules are going to go and how they're going to perform and how, whether they're going to stay healthy or not. But what you do know is the multiplier for the larger schools is a higher multiplier, and it's going to give us more points. And so that's a constant. So we know we can go into it. So that's another reason for this. But most importantly is... Let's find out our weaknesses. Let's secure them, and let's get on a playoff run. What do you say? Time for some trivia. Let me add. I gotta. I gotta find out one more thing. I gotta find out one more thing here. So I get ahead of myself. Every (laughs) every every Friday night after you know the high school football games and our eleven o'clock show, uh, the Friday football frenzy, which is sponsored also by Chick Fil A, we're very appreciative of that. Um, We like to get on social media and. If there was a big play, put that play out there. You know, have a little fun with it. I got to know. I'm trying to keep up here, man. Like, I'm getting older every year, and I'm trying to keep up. I want to know what your all's go-to social media is. If we're going to hit you all with a play, a big play from that night, what's Twitter. what's a good – is it Twitter still? Yeah, it's Twitter. Okay. See, I feel like social media is, like, running away from me at this point. Like, I got I to gotta catch up. Like, I've always been big on Twitter or whatever, but mm-hmm. so many people are on IG now, and we got yeah. people on TikTok. Like – I got a TikTok like a like several months ago. I, I made two TikToks and then I never got on the app again. Coach is on IG and TikTok, right? Yeah, uh, no, no. Uh, but you but you're on. You, you might not have a TikTok. That's not my cup of tea. You don't have a TikTok, but you've got a presence on TikTok. I hear. Uh, apparently, I, yeah, I, I've done a couple videos with students that, that short little dance videos. Kids were getting extra credit for, so I think they were all dance videos, and none of them lasted more than. I mean, we. Push seconds. this table out here, and if, if you want to show us your TikTok, dance. I can't remember. Bo, Bo Hughes and I did one. He he said, "Coach, I got to do it. I got to get extra credit." I was like, "I'm in. What do you need me to do?" <laughs> have so, you all have you all seen this video? I have not. Uh, we, I watched that. Oh, I have, have not. I, I haven't. I haven't. So <laughs> how, I how how was it? I mean. Oh, I got booze. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, got booze. Okay. I've got booze. I think we're good for trivia. I was going to say, maybe you get coached to promise or guarantee something with uh, strings attached to the season and success. If if maybe you could, I'm just saying. I, I will say this: the, the the huge positive of all this was what you guys did with the media plays such a significant role when it comes to some of these awards and stuff. And with Mr. Football. You guys were so great about the coverage and about how you handled that situation. And it helped. I mean, Cameron's 
talent obviously is the biggest part of it. But what you guys did to help in that regard was was awesome. And what you do for high school athletes in general, really appreciate it. Thank well, you. it was certainly fun. And I got a question before trivia, because I, I, I like asking this of each team. I mean, yeah. We did this last week. But Parker and Luke, this is more for you guys. Just what does Beachwood football mean to each one of you? Parker, I'll have you explain it to me. What does Beachwood football mean to me? Yeah, personally. Um, I mean, I grew up watching uh, older guys play football there, and I've, I've always wanted to play there, and I finally got my shot. And um, it, it's been it's been great. I mean, I, I can't complain at all, at all. I love it. Luke, how significant has the uh, Beachwood football program been to your life? It means everything to me. I, I came in as a sophomore. I mean, I was a big kid with a build, but I wasn't really, like, I wouldn't say anything special, and I've, they've helped me work my way up, and I get free school for the next four years thanks to yeah. Beachwood. For One thing that's me. always stuck out to me about your old football stadium is is you walk in kind of like uh, the part you got the parking lot up on the hill, and you kind of walk down into the stadium, but you literally cannot miss it. You've got the mm-hmm. huge banners up there that are like state champs 2016, state champs 20, and they're huge. And it's just, I can't I can't imagine the pride of walking in and seeing that every day. But also, I don't know about I don't know if pressure is the right word, but but maybe the pressure of this is this is our history. This is the tradition that that we're here to live up to every day. What's it like seeing those banners every day when you walk in there? Uh, I wouldn't really say it's pressure. Just because you the had, standard. Yeah, That's probably the, the word standard, I was looking yeah, for. This is the standard. A, yeah, it gives you another thing to tell you like. I'm here for a reason. I need to work hard and make everybody before me proud. Was that intentional, Noel, to have to have those displayed how they are out there? Well, oh yeah, it's very <laughs> intentional, and it's it's uh, has nothing to do with bragging. It really wasn't really intended for our players so much as it was when our opponents come in. I love when 15 and 16 year old kids look up at that thing and go, holy cow, what did we just get into? So it was all about getting that up there for that reason. Um, talked to several lo- local coaches and Corbin was one of the groups that we kind of picked up from and we were like, because it just, it, the opposing team when they come in, especially if they're coming in from the Corbin's road, a powerhouse down it's, there for it's sure. A lot yeah. to, it's a lot to take on and, you know, you can get you can get a 15, 16 year old, 17 year old mind pretty quickly. So we definitely did it for that reason. But it it's also to celebrate what what our history is and and the past and and obviously the current the current group. How about some trivia? Let's do Caleb, some trivia. Did the, you all study up on guy. high school football here? Heading into this? <laughs> no. Beachwood history here. Uh, no. All right. So Beachwood has won. Make sure y'all not cheating over here. 15, Beachwood 15. has won. What was it? Fifteen. Oh, they're they're good. All right. Well, let's get out of here. No, that's not the question. You think you're you think you're you think you're ahead of me? That's not the question. Beachwood has won. Say Fifteen state, 15 state, state titles. What was the first year Beachwood won the state title? Eighty-four. Are you sure about that? Yep. Yes. Okay. Let's see Who here. Who was the coach? That was yeah. yeah Who was the coach? And what was the score of the game? Uh, <laughs> The banner doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> See, we got them warmed up here. I didn't even look at what the trivia question was going to be today. We got them warm. I, I accidentally got them warmed up talking about the banners and everything. That was. We should have went went into that cold. Who did Who did they beat in that game? Also, not on the banner. Pikeville. Oh, I thought you you, you started you started out Paintsville. Right, no, the first letter is still right. Uh, not Pikeville or Paintsville. 
What else? Is, uh, this was classic. Pulaski. Pulaski. Uh, no, that's like that's also a good guess, but no, it was it was Paris. Oh, in ah. class class A. Um, Bernie Berry was the head. Coach. There you go. There you go. Coach gets an extra gift card. <laughs> out of that I, I, so. I got to help my guys, right? You got to help them on testing. Chick-fil-A gift cards there. Oh, the, say, these are all for me. <laughs> I'll use it. I got tr- free Chick-fil-A for the rest of the football season. I'm, I'll go ahead and pocket the these. There. Damn. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Here, Good job. Take, yes. you, take you some free uh, chicken exactly. club sandwiches there. Yes, chick, chick, he, he likes the eight. Parker likes the eight piece. I can I, tell I you, at our school, this is, this is better than cash. <laughs> our kids love this stuff, and, and I do too. Don't ever, don't do what Coke did. Don't change that mac and cheese formula, ever. Yes. That's incredible. We don't need new mac and cheese. Hey, you know what you, you know what would be good? You got to get a little of that mac and cheese and the, uh, the chicken sandwich. Take oh, yeah. the bun off, put some mac and cheese on the chicken, then put oh, the bun yeah. back on. I haven't tried that. I will have you a mac and cheese chicken sandwich. See where I mean where we're creating new ideas here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Notes. Hey, if y'all can hear me back there, <laughs> we're on the loudspeaker here. The chicken sandwich with mac and cheese on. We got to get that on the menu. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching this Beachwood High School football edition of the uh, of the. Uh, high School Insider Podcast. Uh, we want to extend our thanks once again to Chick-fil-A, the local Chick-fil-A restaurants, especially the Fort Wright location today for having us here with uh, Beachwood High School. Uh, good luck to you guys uh, moving forward this season. You all got Fairdale to start the season next Friday. Mike, Caleb, WCPO Channel 9, you guys are always great with high school athletes across the board. You're especially you treat us very generously, and we appreciate you guys as well. It makes a difference, and I love it for these kids. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. We are so, so proud to do it. There's one more thing I wanted to tell you. You know, there's somebody that's going to be watching that first uh, that season opener really close, somebody who's never watched a Beachwood football game before, and that's my dad. He's All a right. 1981 Fairdale High School grad. Giddy so. up. All right. I love, I love the connections. I, I love was, all those connections. I, we, we did a report on you all on TV a couple weeks ago, and we mentioned that Fairdale was the opening game. And my dad was watching, and my dad was like, I got a high school football game to watch then uh, on, uh, on August 20th. Well, hopefully we'll make it entertaining, but a W for Beachwood. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hopefully. I'll, I'll hopefully. tell my dad you said hopefully. that. He, yeah, hopefully. I'll tell my dad you said that. Thank you, everybody, for watching, and we'll, uh, we're looking forward to high school football season. Season openers on Friday night, August 20th.